Hello, and welcome to the Natural Medic Adventures. This is Craig speaking, and I'm com- coming to you from the Caney Creek Wilderness in Arkansas. It's my third time to come up here. I was going to go to Eagle Rock Loop this week. I had swapped with a person at work. I'm working in EMS again, if you didn't know that. Swap with the person at work so I could have some extra days off because I'm usually on 24, I'm off 48. I'm out here at Caney Creek Wilderness doing an overnight backpacking trip. And today is Saturday the 15th. You can probably hear the wind whistling through the trees. It's a lovely night out here. I've just been thinking today about wilderness and I think I've maybe talked about wilderness before on a podcast but I was just thinking about when people think about wilderness they're probably thinking about someplace out west a lot of the central and eastern states Congress came back original legislation was done in 1964 for the Wilderness Act and what that did is it set aside lots of undisturbed areas or semi-undisturbed areas usually very large tracts out in the western U.S., so everything west of the Great Plains, where there's large national forests, you have the Rocky Mountains, which impeded a lot of development. So a lot of those tracks were there because they could not be accessed. I mean, that's why a lot of national parks exist, because there was nothing else that could be done with those lands. They're, you know, pretty much starting from the eastern, the east coast of North America. Settlement moved west. You had the English colonies going back to the 1600s. The Spanish colonies in the 1500s. And settlement just gradually moved from the east coast to the west coast. And as they were going, they were, there were pe- people that were involved in the timber industry. Nothing wrong with that. My degree... My bachelor's degree is in forestry and the recreation side, but I'm still in forestry, so I understand the the concept and the need for resources. Most of these people came from Europe. They didn't have the resources like we did. They looked at the North America as a land of plenty. But I think, and not too late, I think better late than never, 1964 was when they decided to take some of these areas that were not touched or were moderately touched and and made them into wilderness areas. And wilderness areas exist for two main reasons. One of those is to preserve that natural environment that they occur in. Like right now, this area which came along later after the 1964 legislation. It came along in the Eastern Wilderness Act, which I believe came out in 1975, which is the year of my birth, so that's why I remember that. But the wilderness areas throughout the U.S., no matter what what legislation they fall under, whatever size they are, they're designed to preserve that unique environment and to also offer primitive types of recreation. So like I'm out here backpacking and 
there's no way I could see what I've seen today by any other means. You can't get out here by an ATV, a motor, a, like a car or a truck, a railroad, nothing, nothing like that. You can only get out here by foot and carrying your supplies on your back. And you get to see the beautiful Katy Falls here at Caney Creek. It's not a huge waterfall, but it's a beautiful little waterfall that's on Katy Creek down towards the junction of the Buckeye Trail and the Caney Creek Trail. Camped out just a little bit to the west of that. Most of the other areas were a popular spot for this weekend. There's a lot of people out here. There are people from SMU and uh, the Dallas area that were part of the Aquador Recreation Program. There was several other people parked at the East, East Caney Creek Trailhead and a couple people up at the top, including the SMU people I just mentioned. And they're out here for the same thing. They're out here to get that primitive wilderness feel. It's I'm not knocking state parks. I worked for state parks for a while. And there's nothing wrong with state parks. But state parks, the experience is not the same as I have experienced today. I didn't see very many people. I had to get to the area by carrying stuff on my back, including my food and my water. And that's pretty, that's a pretty amazing way to, to travel, in my opinion. And so I was just thinking about that and how maybe more people could experience that. I'm going to put links to this area in the show notes so you'll see those. And so you can research that for yourself. And I'll put some links to the legislation that led to the wilderness areas being established. They're not only in national forests. They're, of course, in national parks. They're in the Bureau of Land Management. Fish and Wildlife Service also has some wilderness areas. All those areas are pretty special because, like I said, they're preserving that old type of environment. So the, 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 the most pristine, untouched by man type environment that we can muster at the time. And they only allow primitive forms of recreation. So no motorized vehicles, no mechanized use of the wilderness at all. Which is pretty, pretty amazing because every other place that you go to Oh, that's an owl. Every other place that you go to, I don't know if you heard that on the podcast, but I just heard an owl call out right by the campfire here. Pretty cool. Every other place that you go to is overloved. So you go to a regular campground in a state park or even a national park or even the Forest Service, like recreation area, you're going to be around a lot of other people, which is fine. But... At the same time, if you want a different type of experience, which is what I seek, then you'll get out here in the wilderness. And there's probably one near you. I'll put a link in the show notes as well about how to look up different wilderness areas. Regardless, I believe there's a page that's maintained by the University of Montana called wilderness.net, I believe. And they have a listing of wilderness in every state, and it tells what, what jurisdiction it is, what the characteristics of it are, and where it's located and things like that. Pretty cool. But anyway, I just wanted to share those thoughts with you while I was out here, enjoying the primitive experience, back to work on Monday. But I think all of us need that outdoor experience. And maybe we need something maybe a little bit different. 
something different than being in a, in a, in a state park. Something different than being in a developed area. If that's something you're into, I'll definitely put some resources for you to check that out. But until next time, I just wanted to share my thoughts that I was thinking while I'm sitting in front of the campfire here. And anyway, I hope you're having a good day or evening or whatever, wherever you are. Thanks for listening as always. I'll see you out on the trail.